everybody. Welcome back to episode 11 of the new season of Budding Business. I'm Chase Gibson. I'm Michael Dukoski. We have another very special guest on the pod today. I'm going to allow Michael to take over the intro. We've missed out a couple of these intros past couple weeks, so we're back. Dukoski's got it. Here we go. All right. He is a first-generation UC college graduate. He is a vice president at Fifth Third Bank, and he's a very avid member of the Loveland community. He is Jamie Mers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is episode 11 of Buddy Business. Uh, we're here today with Brody Mers and Mr. Jamie Mers. How are you both doing today? Great. Doing pretty well. Thanks. All right. So we'll just get right into it. Uh, Brody mentioned to us that, uh, Mr. Mers, you have a pretty cool success story. Kind of story of your life is pretty cool. So you yeah. kind of kind of dive into that. Yeah. I mean, so, um, you know, I, I have to go back. Uh, quite a ways, I think, to give a perspective. But, you know, my my grandparents came from, um, you know, central Kentucky and and, you know, they moved up to this area, you know, for economic um, uh, opportunities. Um, <clears throat> you know, they they had their family um, of which I was an eventual part of, um, you know, the other side of my family came from Germany um, and uh, for the same reasons, the economic opportunities. And, and so we ended up in this part of the United States and, um, you know, nobody in my family had gone to college, um, up until me. And so I guess I was the first, um, college student of our family, the first one to graduate, which, you know, looking back at it seems to be a bigger deal than I thought it was at the time. Um, I went to the university of Cincinnati, thought that was, uh, a great opportunity, um, you know, proud to, to have graduated from there. Uh, I went to school originally um, as uh, an aspiring architect, um, but when I got to um, college, or as I was getting ready to enter college, I found there was a waiting list there. So um, being the impatient 18-year-old that I was, I wasn't willing to wait um, and decided to move into engineering and eventually um, decided to change yet again and ended up with an economics degree. Um, I think it's important to, to understand that, you know, decisions you make when you're 18 don't necessarily turn into a permanent, you know, a decision for the rest of your life. You know, you can change them any moment you want. Um, and that's what I did. Um, so as an economics student, I, you know, I discovered that there was an opening um, available at a local bank. Um, I don't know if I should say the bank. It's Fifth Third Bank. I'll say it. I'm proud of it. I've been there for 30, 32 years now. Um, and I applied for a part-time job there and that was 32 years ago. So, um, I've been working there ever since. Um, I started out in a collections role. Um, you well, know, what, what does that mean? Collections, yeah, sure. No, no. Primarily high school, I don't know what that means. It makes so, sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a collections role was I would call people who were past due on their car payments or their credit card payments or uh, mortgage payments and, you know, find out why they're past due and <laughs> encourage them to make their payments on time. Okay. Um, and I did that after school. Like after in the evenings, I did that uh, while I was in school. Um, I did that in the evenings. <clears throat> and, um, you know, I worked hard to impress the managers there. 
and they recommended me to a management program at the bank, which I attended after I graduated and eventually moved into um, a business that I had no idea existed um, when I was in school. Um, I'm, and that would be the equipment, uh, commercial equipment financing business, um, which is the business I'm in now. Um, and what we do there is we finance all types of equipment that our customers use. It may be things from, you know, the computer you have in front of you to the, uh, you know, the truck you see going down the road or the aircraft that you fly to vacation um, in. Uh, we will finance those things. So, um, you know, I've worked my way up from being the first to graduate in college to now I'm managing a group of 12 people at the bank and um, I'm a senior vice president and, and you know, I'm pretty modest about it, but you know, if I'm talking about a success story, I think that's the, you know, that's the, um, the route I've taken. Yeah. And I want to take a few steps back here. You kind of like, mm -hmm. uh, Brody, Brody mentioned that you, you had a pretty, like pretty cool high school job too. Mm -hmm. So what, can you kind of talk about that a little well, bit? I, I had a, or maybe a few. I had a few. Factory. Yeah. Um, I think probably the, the, the most interesting job was, and, and this kind of ties together with kind of my background too. Um, one, one year I worked at a steel factory um, and, you know, my job was really to do the dirty work. Um, you know, I'd go in. I'm trying to remember. I think I, I worked the shift from three in the afternoon to eleven at night, if I'm not mistaken. But my job would I'd be I'd go in and and you know meet with the, the the permanent employees, and we would go shovel, you know what was called slag, which is really you know a byproduct of the steel making process. Um, and we would climb on you know steel that had basically wrecked off the line, and we would cut it with blow torches. Um, and basically, we would really do anything. We were we were the labor crew, um, and it was a great job for college. Um, it was an interesting environment. Um, I learned a lot about you know tenured employees and, and things that they can take advantage of relative to you know their their power with their bosses. But uh, you know, I don't want to go into all that there. Um, I, I think it gave me a perspective of like, okay, here, you know, I could do this. And, and that's what my, that's what my father did for a long time. And my grandfather also worked at um, that same steel factory um, for a long time. Um, so it was sort of my, yeah, it could have been the thing I did. Um, but I didn't really want to do that for the rest of my life. Um, and I wanted to, I wanted to be an architect. So uh, I went to school. Um, and then you wanted to be an engineer, and then you wanted yeah, to be, and then I wanted to be a, a, a banker. Yeah. Yeah. Did your did your dad kind of push you in the direction of that kind of like manual labor um, like field of work, or did he kind of just stand back and let you? No, I mean, I think I was always encouraged um, to to go to to go to college. Um, it was almost expected, um, although not. It was no pressure. Um, the problem is, is, you know, my, my, my parents, I don't think had a lot of knowledge about what it is and how to, and, and what it, what it's all about to go to college mm -hmm. and, and, you know, what, what major do you take? What do you try to do? And so, you know, they, they weren't a lot of guidance. 
and as a result, I, I feel like I sort of stumbled into um, going to the, to the University of Cincinnati, luckily. So, um, you know, it, it, they, they gave me support to, to do that. They never really expected me to go to work as the steel factory. So. Yeah. And then I guess we can kind of transition into to college then. I mean, yeah. kind of talking about that, you see, it's, I mean, what, what was that experience like just being there? And It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was fun. It was, um, it was a growth experience for sure. Um, I'm sure it was, I mean, you said you didn't have guidance from your parents. So kind of just walking into all that, I'm sure yeah. that's it. So the first year, um, first year I lived at home and I actually commuted back and forth um, 35 miles to campus. Um, and that wasn't as fun, um, because I would have evening classes and so I would have, I'd be at the campus most all day, but I didn't have the close friends that I had once I moved to campus. So I was kind of on my own all day, but when I moved on to campus, um, you know, having friends to, that were going through a lot of the same things was, was very helpful. Um, you know, being able to, to have study partners, uh, there were times when, you know, we would just take time out from from the from the fun and, and so forth and we would just go to the library and study for hours on end uh, preparing for class um, you know it 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 creates a lot of independence you know once you're away mm -hmm. but there's you know there's always help there so it's it's guided independence if you will mm -hmm. so. so now that like Brody obviously he's like getting to that stage where mm -hmm. he's about to be going to college like, do you see any changes with that? Like, I don't know, how, how is, mm -hmm. how, like, the distinguishment between, like, when you were preparing for college well, to preparing him for college? What's, what's that like? Oh, it's, uh, I think it's completely different. Um, yeah. You know, Brody's certainly a highly self-motivated person, so um, that takes a, a, a lot off the table for us. Um, but just having been to college and knowing what that means um, is, is I think something that's helpful for, for him going into it and help guide him. I mean, I think his ambitions are, are certainly higher than mine were. I mean, my ambition was just to get into a college. So, um, you know, I think also today, you know, the, the thing that you guys have in your favor is information. I mean, you know, we didn't have the internet. If we wanted to learn about a college, we had to, write a letter and get stuff mailed to us or we had to go and read it in a book or or something or, or talk to somebody pick up the phone um, so much information available today um, you know you can apply to 15 colleges of universities if you want and it's not a bit other than the application fee it's not that big of a deal um, but it wasn't like that back then so i think i think the opportunities are, are greater but that also makes it you know a lot more competitive out there you know, not you know, thirty five thousand people can apply to a university, whereas maybe before it was only six thousand because right. nobody knew. Going along with the whole like in, information, the access to information obviously is a lot more than when he was going into college, um, and that's because of the internet. I mean, the internet is huge now, and I specifically want to talk about things like Instagram, TikTok, um, Twitter, things that people can use for hours and hours on end. And then you're talking about how you're in college and you're studying for hours and hours for tests. Nowadays, a lot of people, they can't do that anymore. A lot of people, they 
have shorter attention spans. Mm-hmm. They're not as motivated to do things like that. How did you, I mean, obviously it's a different time, but how, how are you able to stay motivated even now, like in a, in a job that's stressful at times, like how do you stay focused? Well, this is interesting. Uh, you, you bring up a couple things that I, w- I should talk about. Um, I, I, I don't know whether it's because it was easy or, or what, but I found high school to be somewhat easy. Um, I didn't necessarily take all of the most challenging classes, but I, I did take honors classes and so forth. But the problem was when I got to college, it wasn't easy anymore. Um, and I didn't know how to study. And I think it's important for people to learn how to study, learn how to learn. Um, and you know, if you're a senior, I mean, you, you better, if you haven't done it yet, you better learn it quick. Um, if, if you're, you know, a freshman, it's time to get on, on the bandwagon here because once you go to college, it's, it gets a lot harder. Um, they don't feed you the information that you might get in some classes here. Um, and so I struggled the first year, first year I struggled with that and I, I had to, you know, learn it or not, or, you know, I had to succeed or fail. Right. So, um, I chose to try to succeed and, and luckily I I was able to do that and, and, and learn how to study and learn to, um, you know, persevere, um, apply diligence to the job, whatever it might be that I'm working on, you know, envision success. Um, and um, envision the things that come with success, I think is important. You know, envision the rewards of doing a good job. Um, you know, because once you've done a good job, you know, good things come with that, whatever that might be. Maybe it's money, maybe it's promotions, maybe it's recognition, um, whatever that might be. Um, and that feels good. And so you want to do that again. So success, I think, breeds success to some degree. So um, I think envisioning it is, is important. I don't know if that, yeah. that yeah. gets yeah. to that's, the point. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Okay. If you had something, you I mean, it, yeah, yeah. I just want to, well, first of all, I just want to shout out Brody first time on the pod. And he's already, he's drumming up questions. <laughs> you can keep it up, though. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's grilling me. I'm so, learning, too. I mean. So like uh, I was talking about, you almost just mentioned basically just motivation. And I, I do agree with Brody on how, like, I just want to add this in there that kids, they do have very little, like, motivation. Obviously, attention span is what you, you talked about, but I just want to go back to that envisioning success. Um, I do feel like a lot of kids, they do struggle with that. And that's, yeah. and that's a problem. I just, and, and, well, I think. Sorry, I was just going to say, like, Sorry. COVID, too, that messed up a lot of students. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I mean, it's like that virtual, online, virtual learning, learning was not necessarily, yeah. Like, yeah. it wasn't as challenging as a, being right. in the classroom at all. You can, yeah, two full years for this year's seniors, you know, class 23, two full years of really awkward, hard to, like, kind of align yourself with it. it. It was just really, like different and it wasn't the same like you can't go from learning one way and then learning another way instantly and then just be like yep okay here we go like it's it takes adjustment and those right. two years were a lot and, so. it, and i mean it's hard i mean two years it's hard to adjust coming back and just everything's normal yeah and then yeah now we're back so i wonder though if if 
there's going to be some good to come out of that because, you know, in college, in life, you know, the things, the opportunities to learn aren't always in a focus class setting. Uh, and so I wonder if the ability to learn in those alternative scenarios isn't going to be a benefit, um, marginal benefit down the road for, for you guys who got to experience it or had to experience it. Right. Well, well what I worry about mainly is just like if you use TikTok again as an example, you're scrolling through TikTok. These videos are like, what, like 10, 15 seconds long? You're right. That's really easy. You see a video, it's like, you know, there's your dopamine, you know, you comment on it. Maybe you like it for later. You send it to your friend. You scroll again, scroll again, scroll again. It's so easy. Whereas uh, like a lot of these things, like with big goals, you know, you want to be a doctor. It takes a lot of pre-planning. It takes a lot of time, intensive time where you might not even see results immediately. So that's really hard, mm -hmm. you know? Like a lot of kids just don't have like that worth of work ethic anymore to really get into that. And but they but they still have they they have the ambition. But then once once their goals are up there, just you know it's not necessarily giving up, but it's just kind of like you know do I really have to do all of this to get there? Right, right. Just lacking motivation. But um, well, I think it's you know it's important to to even the smallest successes you have. It's it's important to to revel in the and the benefits of that because that feeds your motivation right. for other successes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, don't, don't ignore the benefits of being successful, you know, whether that's, you know, asking a girl out and then getting a yes, or, or whether it's, you know, talking to your parents and getting them to say, you know, getting, allowing them, getting them to allow you to do something that maybe they wouldn't have otherwise, or, or getting a good grade because you studied hard. I mean, you know, appreciate the benefits of that because it'll drive you on the next challenge yeah so i, I just kind of on the spot like we've talked a lot about like success and i'm just kind of curious like kind of your opinions on success kind of like what that looks like to you just in general mm, that's a good question yeah um wow i think success is an individual um definition i think everybody's picture of success can vary um you know i think my vision of success um is to be able to to support a happy and healthy family um to you know provide my family the ability to carry on beyond myself um and you know, the, the, the job and, and the money and so forth to me is a means to an end. Um, I don't necessarily find myself successful because I'm a senior vice president or, you know, because, you know, I make whatever I make. And it's, it's I find myself successful because I can provide for my family. Um, it just so happens that's how I do it. Um, if, if my family's happy and I'm happy, that's success. Others may, may have different definitions and there are different levels of success and there are different facets of success, right? I mean, you know, there's success financially, there's success emotionally, there's success, you know, from relationship standpoint, there's, you know, so I don't think you find a singular definition of success for yourself or from others. Right. Yeah. The, 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 the story of like success or kind of like the idea of success that I've kind of gotten from him and then my, my parents and people around me, but mostly from him because 
he's, you know, working. So, you know, you, you always ask him like, you know, if it's stressful, why do you do it? And so this is why you want to be comfortable. You want to see the people who you care about be happy and you want to be able to give them things that, you know, they couldn't have you know, otherwise. otherwise. So like, maybe that you didn't, that, that you didn't have yourself. Right. Like, you know, yeah. I want to be able to give you things that maybe I couldn't have, um, which is a whole other discussion. That's one of the biggest things. There's that I don't feel any jealousy. Like I, I feel like he wants me to be better than him. Yeah. Oh, like, absolutely. So, I mean like that, that's a great thing. I feel like, you know, my cake is baked. <laughs> you know, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> so, I mean, Brody, I was just about to ask, like, it sounds like you have the same sort of opinions on success. It sounds like, I mean, I was, I was just going to ask you the same thing. I was like, yeah, I mean, for me, like success is, I think, you know, as, as much as you don't want it to be related to, you know, money, um, that's, the, that's how a lot of things, you know, work. So yeah, have, being able to have a comfortable amount of money, being able to do a job really that you want to do though. That's the biggest thing for me is I would never want to work in a job where I get paid, you know, a really good amount of money, but I hate going to it. I, I, I feel like that's just the perfect way to set up yourself for a miserable life. Right. And I would never want to do that. So success to me is being comfortable financially, emotionally, but also being able to do things like have a full schedule, but with things that you like to do. So they don't feel like obligations like, oh, I have to go do this. I have to go, oh yeah, I'm going to go do this now. I'm going to go do this. And it's things you have to do, but you know, you like to do them. So that's, that's, that's my idea of success. That, that is a very good definition of success. Yeah. Being able to do what you like doing. Thanks dad. <laughs> no, I mean, I really, I really do think it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like what I'm doing, and I but I didn't get into it because I was like, oh my gosh, I really want to finance commercial equipment. So <laughs> that, that wasn't like a goal of mine. Um, I like the facet I'm in because it's challenging, you know, um, intellectually. Um, I work with great people. Um, and, and so it worked out for me. I mean, there are times when it's incredibly stressful, um, but overall it's, it's, it's been a, a good experience. And I, I like going to work. Yeah. for the most part. Right. So, Brody, what uh, uh, your dad said you're going to change what you're going to do, most likely. But what? How are you going to? How are you thinking you're going to provide for yourself and your family something? What are you thinking right now? Well, right now, you know, on the spot. That's I, a terrible <laughs> question. No, I mean that's, that's what a, all parents ask. Like, you're all like adults. Like, what are you going to do? Well, I can actually, <laughs> I can relate this to to my parents as well here because. I want to, you know, I want to be a surgeon. I want to be a cardiothoracic surgeon. That's really the, the bottom line right now. Okay. Wow. The word. What wow. Does that mean? wow. Well, it, it deals <laughs> with the heart, um, the way that blood flows and basically it's, you know, it's a hands-on job. Obviously surgery is a very hands-on job, but it's also something where you're having patient interaction, you know, you're dealing with different cases every day. And that's something that I feel like I need to uh, keep myself interested. And of course, you know, it pays well too. So, I mean, if I get that job, you know, who knows what happens, but like, let's say I get that job. I think that sets me up really well for success. So that's something that I've, you know, started to try to kind of like follow in the path of in hopes of achieving it. Now, my mom and my dad uh, are, ve are very similar in the way where they're like, you know, just, just know, like you can change, you know, like you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. And so it really has been helpful because when you start looking at colleges, like, seniors listening juniors probably too but underclassmen like you don't realize there's so much stuff at college there is like like it, it seems like an infinite amount of paths you can take mm -hmm. 
And so being like super set in one path, I feel like is setting yourself up for maybe missing opportunities. So for me, I'm like, I want to be a surgeon. I think I want to be a surgeon, but I'm also like totally open for something else. Who knows what I'm going to be like, if I'm like a, like a, like an industrial scuba diver when I grow up, <laughs> if I like it and I'm, you know, you're living a comfortable life with it, then like, good, great. It's a dangerous job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, kind of our. Well, I was just about to go off but yeah. No, go for it. Well, I was okay. We're kind of gonna. I was just gonna flip gears a yeah, little bit forward. here. Yeah. Uh, going from you know success to now giving back that success. Um, it says here uh, you volunteered for LHS Athletic Boosters. You volunteered sure. for Music Boosters. You're involved in love and community. So giving back that success, what, what does that mean to you? Well, I mean that you know it's it's every it's everything really. I mean, it, it, it's, I'm very focused on on giving back. You know, I you know I said earlier that my goal in life is to to make my family um, happy, comfortable, um, you know, able to achieve the things they want to achieve. So a lot of my giving back is certainly. Um, within my family, but I do, I do think it's important to give back through, you know, volunteering time to uh, bigger causes as the ones you mentioned and, and to give charitable contributions to, you know, things like the United way or the fine arts fund, or, you know, um, you know, the pancreatic cancer, um, society, um, things like that. Um, you know, it, it takes it. It take you know to some degree that these things take all of us to make successful, and it's for the greater good. So, yeah, it's a pretty common term. Uh, you know, you can't take it when you die. Right. And a lot of people associate with that. Associate that with you know being like flippant with your spending. But I think it, it's also a good point in terms of you know what you're giving back. Like it, you know when he passes away. If he, whatever he hasn't taught me, I'm just being real. Whatever he hasn't taught me is not, you know, that's gone. There, there's so much like lessons that he can give to me, my, you know, my brother that he, he can't just like, you know, transplant into my brain. He has to tell me it. And it's the same way with, with, you know, donations, volunteering your time. I, I, I agree with that completely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's, Anything else? No, but I just want to like that. That's a lot there. Wrap it up. Yeah, we talked, yeah, about, yeah. We talked about a lot there. We did. Yeah, it's like we did. Success, uh, college stuff. A lot of a lot mm -hmm. of really useful information. Yeah. Right. I just want to like spend this last few minutes, mm -hmm. like kind of summarizing that a little bit, just okay. like giving some some advice to our general audience here and to Brody, who <laughs> yeah, right, wants your wealth of wisdom. <laughs> well, I, okay, so you know, I think some of the things that that came up. That, that seem important is, you know, to be open to what your future looks like. Um, don't get, don't get in a silo that you can't get out of, you know, you pursue your goals, but be open to change those goals. Um, you know, work hard, envision success, enjoy the rewards of it. Um, I think we said that was important. Um, what else did we say? Um, you know, support others. You know, it's not about you being successful. I don't know if we quite got all the way to this, but it's not about you being successful at the expense of others. It's you can be successful along with others. Um, and I think that's 
the best way to be successful. Um, you know, the, I, I, I don't want to make this any sort of a, uh, a statement on society, but I, I do want to say that in, in this day and age, it's important to remember. If you ever heard the, the old adage, it's you, you, you get more, um, you attract more bees with honey than you do with vinegar. Have you ever heard that? Mm-hmm. Um, Something like that, yeah. It means, yeah. you know, you, 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 you get more, you attract more people, you, you achieve more things by, um, you know, being friendly, being good to people than you do by fighting those people. And I, I really do, I live my life that way. Um, it's not my goal to put other people down to get to where I'm going. It's my goal to persuade them to think like I do and, and help me and I'll help them. And I think that's important um, going forward. Um, another piece of advice I, I, I thought I'd bring with me is um, listen more than you talk, but always talk when you think it's important. Um, some people talk just to hear themselves talk. And at my age, that's annoying. Um, and you don't get anywhere. Um, and they don't get, they don't go anywhere with that. So, but if it's important, absolutely talk, say your piece. Um, and always be on time. <laughs> that's, probably, that's probably the biggest lesson yeah. that I've gotten from my dad is yeah. be on time. I'm never late. Oh, oh cross practice you're there like an hour early. 45 minutes yeah. yeah not yeah there's a saying <laughs> there, there's a saying an old saying at work um that if you're not five minutes early you're 10 minutes late so yeah. that's where i picked that up punctuality right. guys yeah all right <laughs> yeah mr murrows bro do you have anything else to add well, i'm good. good all right well thank you thank you appreciate it Thank you very much for listening.